Freddy and the Z-Man. No? Right said Fred and the amazing Zandero. No? Xander Fred? Fred Ziffel and Arnold? Okay, I'm done messing around. <clears throat> this is Fred and Xander on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. It was a long while. It, yeah. it was it was in the nineties. Yeah, I think so. I think yeah. when rock and roll was in its heyday. <laughs> <laughs> right, grunge. We're all about the grunge. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, but we're back and um, we're uh, here for a couple hours. Yep, talking about uh, all kinds of things. And we're going to spray to all fields. We got bulls, bears, um, some baseball, some White Sox because for some reason everybody hates the Astros. So they were banging on trash cans. They've been to the league championship series five years in a row. Look, we the all World need series, someone three to hate. Out of five. We all need somebody to hate. I heard somebody told me that Sylvie was getting all over me because I was saying you shouldn't be swearing at um, Jose Altuve. Well, first of all, you shouldn't be swearing at the game anytime. Oh, I do all the time. What you do never you should swear? be swearing. You know, there's kids in the stands. What are oh, you? not at. Oh, you mean at the game? No, I no, swear. At the game. Oh, on TV. I swear at the that's game fine. on my TV. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. Don't tell me I can't swear at home. Yeah, you, I mean, yeah. come on. Well, I mean, Sylvie's taking his young son along with Danny Zetterman and his son and Carmen and his son. They're in Tampa, right? They're going to hear be, some words. You think they'll? Oh, they're yeah, they're going to hear some words. Come on, they're going to write some down. <laughs> they're gonna... And they're all wearing just to troll Bucks fans the Brady shirt, holding up the four fingers when he didn't know <laughs> yeah, it worked out. Yeah, good. So that's going to be. Yeah, they'll get. Sw- People will be. Can you? You know those Tampa fans. I, I can just say, them. do they know what the Tampa area is like? Because there's a lot of angry. Yeah, profane people in that area. Sure. We'll say that. Well, yeah, because they all hey, work you at strip get clubs. Re- hey, Eric, you got to get them ready for life. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's one way to learn, right? That's life. You walk out of this studio, there's a lot of profane people walking around. There is. It's it's just getting ready for life. There's actually more of them now. Each and every weekend, there's a few more of them. And, uh, yeah, Saturdays and Sundays down here are interesting. Because all of a sudden, the people have now begun to leave their area, leave their homes, come back outside. Yeah, yeah, it's been kind of crowded the last couple weeks. In general, everybody's just crabby. Everybody's pissed. Yeah. yeah, We're just all crabby. Yeah. So Sylvie was getting at me for that because someone said, I talked to a guy yesterday. And not only that, but I heard Cap and uh, Jay Hood get oh, on all you too. over me. Yeah, yeah, yeah that because was, fun I was too. Be- because I was ripping the air raid siren, which ninety nine percent of Bears fans rip because it's a piece of garbage. It, it is they ridiculous play it all the time. I, I I agree with you. When I first heard it, yeah, I I opened and this is not a lie. A couple years ago, when they started this, I opened my windows, sure, because I'm like, what is this? I know why is this, and then I'm like. This is actually happening yeah. there, yeah. and it, it it doesn't make sense. I don't understand the purpose or whatever. They do it too much. Now we're used to it, but yeah, it's it yeah. doesn't make any sense. I think they used to do it on third downs is how it started for the defense to try and get the defense pubbed up and stuff like that. But, but it would have been nice. It, it would have been nice for somebody to just explain yeah. that on the broadcast. I have never heard anybody bring it up. There was a change of possession. And, uh, well, see, the thing is, when you watch NFL games, you don't get local announcers 
you know, unless you're you're lucky and you get an Adam Amin or somebody like that. Still, and they were they were probably mad at so me we too. We do this for a living. Yeah. You explain everything. You paint the picture. Yeah, they were probably mad at me because I I criticized Joe Davis who did the game last week. I thought Greg Olson's really good doing the Bears games. I think he's breaking stuff down. He does a lot of good stuff. He points things out. Joe Davis is what I consider one of the just generic announcers. He you're not going to get any insight from him. He's going to give you the phony. Excitement, and then he's going to go to the next place. But isn't that his job, thing. though? In that spot, I guess it is. But that—that's if you're a national guy, that's what you have to do. You have to plug yourself in. Yeah, you can't show any allegiance. Yeah, the color guy is the guy that's going to break it down, right? So yeah. you have to just kind of stay yeah. in that lane. I know. I so I guess I'm right, and they're never for, really entertaining. No, not at all. I mean, he had not, and he just reads every stat. Well, you know, that's the uh, their third down, uh, their third down percentage here, and uh, you know, plays under third and four is this because he's got the stats and he just sure. handed it to him. Sure. So yeah, I producer just, put, puts it up on the uh, screen. So like I, at Eric puts it up on the screen, exactly. makes it sound very smart, similar to the way I feel when I watch White Sox baseball and I turn the sound down and I see. Now I'm going to bust you here because you, you just said you just said Joe Davis was not entertaining. Then you get a Jason. That's too much entertainment. So now, oh, no, no, that's that's attempted entertainment. <laughs> it's not. It's not too much entertainment. It's just attempted entertainment. This when porridge I'm, is too hot. This porridge is yeah, too yeah, cold. Absolutely, there's, there's he's a big that, bad wolf. But but you know what's just right? Len and DJ are just right. No, they are they because are. they don't go over over right. the overboard. But you get a lot of stuff. But just like that, when I'm home watching Bears games, which I'm not this year because I'm here watching the Bears games and doing post game afterwards. But when I'm home. I will sync it up with the the broadcast of the, you know, the home team broadcast. Yes, Because yes. I'll listen to Joniak and Thayer because right. Thayer's the best. Absolutely. Thayer breaks stuff but down. they never even explained the air raid that I heard. Now I could have missed it. Yeah, I don't know that they ever have either. And so. and and if you're a if you're a broadcaster, you have to paint yeah. the picture yeah. for people that aren't there. Right. And that's just coming up. So yeah, I, I'm not, if they want to rip me, yeah, the air raid just so laid. that's so that's so that's why. Uh, Cap and Jay Hood were ripping on me because I was ripping the air raid siren. They said Fred doesn't like anything. No, there's just three or four things well, I don't like. That I almost agree with. Yeah. It's a short list of things that you like. There's only three or four things Your I don't like. Your girlfriend being one of them. No, I, I enjoy her. We actually went down to uh, the Van Gogh uh, thing the other day. I posted it on Facebook. The immersive Van Gogh experience. You are you're you're very high society, uh, super culture uh, now. What happened? Yeah, you know, is that her influence? She had mentioned it like six months ago that she'd like to go. So I said, keep your Thursday open. And she goes, where are we going? I said, I said, you'll see when we is get there. Is this a new and improved Fred? Right. Fred walks in with a fresh <laughs> bottle of Cabernet, and he's like, let's look at wow. some art. Look at the texture and depth in wow. this painting. Yes. Well, here, the best one. Did you have wine and cheese in a picnic basket? No, we went to Manny's afterwards, which is a perfect place to go after you look at art for a bunch, for a while. But one of the best pictures is, I didn't even know Van Gogh did this, and everybody should go. I blew this up. This was on the everybody wall. Everybody should Van Gogh. Yeah, it's an unbelievable Van Gogh. It's, and I, and I, you can barely, I think maybe he can almost see it. I don't think you can see it on Twitch. It's a, um, skeleton, it's a smoking skeleton a smoking a cigarette. And I didn't know and Van, Van Gogh. Van Gogh did that? Yeah. And it's very punk of him. Yeah. And when I was, then when you go to the gift shop, you could have bought a hat like this, a shirt, poster, all that kind of stuff. Wow. I said, you know what? I'll take the I didn't picture, know Van blow Gogh's it up. Was, and, was merchandise. Yeah. I said, and I stuck around to watch the thing again. Because it's like a twenty minute thing, and there's a lot of people. Cap and Cap and his wife went because she challenged him to be walking through it without listening to it, with turning his phone off. 
And I use my phone to take pictures, sure. so you can do that. But we'll talk about a lot of other things because I want to talk about the Bulls uh, because the Bulls were not worth talking about for quite a while. Now, how, long, how long would you estimate? I would say six, seven years, I, at least in my world. Well, since Tibbs left, See, people didn't true. like when Boylan came in. And See, then that's you got, me. I'm on that team. Yeah. When Tibbs left, I kind of felt like, ah, yeah. I don't know. Then you got Zach Levine, and Zach Levine was fun to watch, but not nearly enough for you and things like that. But last night, and I apologize. I, I don't watch the NBA. I only watch the Bulls. So all I knew about Lonzo Ball was that his dad was a big mouth. Okay, <laughs> I'm on that team, That's too. That's all I knew about him. So when people said the the Bulls are going to get Lonzo Ball, I said, oh, come on. Really? What? Do we have to get his dad, too? Yeah, exactly. I said, can, we, can he just come here without his dad? Does right. he have to come? And there's a TV have we commercial. Have anything about no, his dad? No, we have, have not. I would imagine Hopefully I'm there not was waking an, him up. I would imagine there, <laughs> there was an agent involved saying, you know what? Yeah. Here's the time to tell your dad to shh, zip it. Yeah. But last night, I'm watching the game last night, and talk about fun. They were running up and down the court. Lonzo Ball had uh, one heck of a game, and he uh, he was one assist shy of a triple-double until this. When Vucevic has made two good defensive plays in a row. Ball for Caruso! What a triple-double. Way the way to get your triple-double. And there it is right there. He could have went in for the dunk himself. He said, no, I need one. Shot slam with Jammer. Go get it, Captain. Yeah, and that's great. Adam Amin doing a great call along with Stacey King. Yesterday, Lonzo Ball had 17 points. He was 6 of 11 shooting. From 3, he was 3 of 8. He made both of his free throws. Uh, he had 10 rebounds, and that was his 10th assist on an alley-oop to Alex Caruso, which is just running up and down the court. And fans love this guy with the headband isn't, and everything. Isn't that amazing? Just a couple of the right yeah. moves. And, and, and uh, DeMar DeRozan, all kinds of fun yep. because he doesn't need help to get a shot. He can find his own shot. And it's great. Zach Levine can go out there. Zach even better. It's so much fun watching it. And if you have not watched Bulls basketball in a while, they play again tonight. 7 o'clock tonight, they take on Detroit. And they beat the Pistons already. They beat the Pistons in their opener. They get the Pistons tonight. They played the Pelicans last night. And it's been all kinds of fun. Billy Donovan, he's happy with the way things are going with Zach and with uh, everything else. He was great. I mean, he impacts the game in a lot of different ways. He's got, I've, I've always said, very, really, really good instincts. Deflects a lot of balls. He definitely comes with confidence. Uh, for me, you know, I'm at a point where, you know, I think I'm one of the best shooters in the league. So if it's open, I'm going to put it up. And I think I've still been missing some good looks, but... He's going to keep going up. He's everywhere. Him and, him and AC are everywhere. Um, I mean, he hits his open threes. He puts in transition, brings a brings a real energy and physicality to the defensive end. Um, you know, all-around player, man. We're, we're thankful to have him. My game, you know, translates into, you know, filling up the stat sheet, and tonight I think I did that. Lonzo, I thought, did a good job facilitating, you know, really on both ends of the, on the floor. He played, he played really well defensively and offensively. So that was a bunch of guys. That was Donovan talking about ball, Levine talking about ball, and his play against the Pelicans. And and Lonzo Ball said something that if you're a basketball fan, um, it's a phrase you hear a lot, a stat filler, okay? But in this term, it's a good thing. A lot of times people are stat fillers where they just go out there and get their stats. They're not worried about it. Sure. But when assists are one of them, 
He was he was it was tremendous. Well, this means that somebody else is scoring. Yes, and I thought it was great. Your thoughts on the Bulls, Alonzo Ball? Are you excited about them? Are you pumped up about the new Bulls team? And if you have, if so far what you've seen has already indicated where you think that they should be at the end of the season. Yeah. You know, how good do you think that they, what you've seen, and I know it's a very small sample size, but what you've seen so far, what does this mean for your expectations? Because this is a total turnaround. And I'm pretty sure it was either fourth or fifth, but someone asked Charles Barkley where he, who he thought were going to be the top four teams in the uh, East, and he included the Bulls in that list. So your call is 312-332-3776. You can watch us on Twitch, on ESPN 1000 Chicago. Just go there. You can also hear us on 100.3 HD2. You can get to me on Twitter at Fred underscore Hubner and Mark at... Xander Rocker, all one word, one R in the middle. 312-332-3776. We'll talk some more Bulls basketball. We come back after this. This is Fred and Xander on ESPN 1000. Also available on demand. On the all-new ESPN Chicago app. Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. Fire in his eyes for the first time tonight. Levine from deep. It's a run for Illinois. Woo! Levine on the drive. Stop it. Stop it. Against Hyundai's, this is too explosive. Yeah, Levine hit one shot yesterday, and Stacey King goes, from Joliet. And it was unbelievable. Zach and, had a great I think game. He compared a Ferrari to a Hyundai. They yes. won't be getting Hyundai commercials on <laughs> the Bulls broadcast. Yeah, you anytime you soon. always got to watch it when you're a broadcaster and you mention car dealerships and things like that. But the Bulls with a nice 128-112 win yesterday. Levine had 32. He was 11 of 19 shooting from three. He was six of nine. Um, it was interesting on the cut we played before the, the commercial break that he said, I consider myself the best shooter in the league. <sighs> There's some other guys that can really put the ball up. But, uh, yeah, he's a, he was a good shooter last night. He was 6-for-9 from 3. Let's see how he is tonight when, when they uh, take on the Pistons. 312-332-3776. Are you excited about what you've seen? I know it's been only two games, but they also played a four-game preseason, and they won all those games. I know it was preseason, but they look like they're starting to gel. Billy Donovan called an early timeout yesterday because things weren't working well, and then they went off and outscored New Orleans 28-17 in the first quarter. So uh, your thoughts, 312-332-3776. We're going out to Edgebrook, and uh, Chris, you're on ESPN 1000. Hey, Chris. Hey, buddy. Hey, good to talk to you guys. I've been very impressed with the team so far. Uh, I appreciate how Coach Donovan is uh, managing expectations, but I think there's every reason to believe that the – the team is going to overachieve this year. The way they move the ball, the way they don't, uh, the, the way that they look for opportunities rather than forcing opportunities. Really impressed with Ball um, and the new players. Uh, DeMar DeRozan, his ability to just, as you said, uh, create his own shot, really impressive. Alex Caruso, just an incredible hustle player. I'm enjoying watching the team for the first time in many, many years. Yeah, you know what? Uh, so, it's, it's almost, Chris, it's almost like we're getting to see basketball the way it's played everywhere else, finally getting played finally by the Bulls. finally came to Chicago. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 
Exactly. That's what we want to see. We want to see more of it. It's yeah. about damn time, too. Thanks, Chris. Chris, make sure that, that yeah. cop stays away from you, okay? It's, a, it's an ambulance. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Chris. All right. Thanks, guys. Talk to you later. 312-332-3776. Yeah, it's so, it is so much fun to watch. And people, you know, I talk. I don't watch the rest of the NBA. I get other stuff to watch. You know, and... When it's amazing. It's amazing when you so do, you know, some of these national uh, sports personalities. You know, they they're watching a lot. It, it's a lot. Or have I mean, great producers. Or, or, or they have great right. producers. And yeah. when you have a great producer, you don't know the difference, and that's fine. And that's probably it. However, they're going to watch out of market games. Yeah. And for you and I, I mean, we're very much Chicago centric. Sure. Because it's where we live. I appreciate all the games, and I've gotten sucked into switching gears for a bit. The baseball playoffs. Yeah. You know, watching because I thought, okay, I can't have my White Sox. I'll go for the Red Sox. Well, that didn't work out very well. Yeah. But the Astros are a great team. And now, you know, the Braves-Dodgers has my attention, too. So playoffs are a little different. But I, I agree. I it, It's about time that we have Bulls basketball that we can watch. We thought it was moving in the right direction when we had the new management. Yep. And Billy was hired. We heard the right things last year. And now they thoughtfully put this together. We'll see where it goes, but I, I think that they will overachieve. Yeah, well, they have so far, and like you said, it's a whole different game because from what we saw a couple of years ago when Jim Boylan was here and the talent or lack oh, of talent that was here, years, you know, and um, you know, you're plotting up and down the court. These guys are flying up and down the court. Mm-hmm. And Alex Caruso is a caller. Chris mentioned Caruso's fun to watch. He was fun when he was, uh, you know, with the Lakers. He was just a fun guy to watch and a hustle guy and. This town will always love the hustle guy. And when he's a hustle guy that wears a headband, are you kidding me? He's, there's no doubt. Hustle guy, a white guy, bald head, headband. Come on. Yeah, that's a cool visual. He's diving yeah. for balls. Yeah. Yesterday, on the call that we heard on the 10th on the, um, the assist from Lonzo Ball, he's coming down court. All he's got to do is lay it up. He's good. Instead, he just flips it over and Caruso slams it. They're fun to watch. They're getting people up off their feet, and it, that's what Bulls basketball used to be. Right, and and that sound with uh, Adam and Stacy on the call, yeah. they're going to be even more fun to listen to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're great because as it Stacey, is. Stacy, Stacy's just going to go. He's just insane. You know what he was missing last night? I don't know what NBC Sports Chicago did. His hot sauce? No, he was missing his uh, his poster cam. Because usually oh, I slam to, to do any signatures. You're no. right. There were plenty of poster opportunities. And he said that. it. He said it a couple of times. He goes, "Man, come on, we got to get the poster cam. Come on, look at them all." And he showed replays where he'd be having the signature and all that stuff, and he didn't have it. And it's like, "Oh, come on, you got you that's got one all of his seasons." Yeah, yeah, that's it. And uh, it's great because the thing about Stacy King is. He he gets way excited, which is great because he gets as excited as most Bulls fans when they're watching the game. But he breaks stuff down. He calls guys out. He break coming back from commercials when it, the Bulls are playing bad. He'll always come back from a commercial and diagram exactly what was supposed to happen. He's the Eddie Olchek of NBA basketball. He's great. He's great Here for us, uh, Chicago. He's fans. so Absolutely. much fun to watch, and I love watching him. I think Adam Amin does a great, great job. He's all over the place. Adam's doing ba- the baseball games. He's doing this. Uh, he does football a lot of times on Sundays. I don't think the Bears haven't had a chance to get him yet. They've had just about everybody no, else. No, I, actually, I know that's true because I just listened to uh, George Offman's I podcast, did, too, on the way in. Part one and two, yeah. and he did say that that's still on. No, 
Did he get the Bears? Maybe he got the Bears. He has not he has a black. He does preseason. Okay. Does, he, yeah, pre-season. The, the Blackhawks are the ones. That's the next feather. Right. Yeah, to hit them all. Yeah, he said he's never done hockey. Right. So, yeah. Right. And he's, it, it's, it, George does a great job on the podcast. He, does, he had, uh, Adam Amin mentioned how growing up in the area, um, he was a baseball guy. He was always a baseball yeah. guy. His dad was a, like a semi-pro cricket guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, and he does a great job on the call, and it's, it's great to hear. Uh, 312-332-3776, you want to talk a little bit of Bulls? Mark and I are here for two hours. So, we got Bulls, we got Bears coming up. We'll even talk White Sox. We will, because Steve Stone and uh, Benetti and Len Casper, they all talked to Daryl Vance Cowan in the Sun-Times, and they all talked about what they think needs to be improved. What And Steve Stone broke it down really well. And if you get a chance, I know Mark, uh, Xander's listened to it, I listened to it. If you get a chance, listen to the White Sox Talk podcast with Chuck Garfine. Yep. Garfine came on here with uh, all week, all season long with Carmen and Yurko, and he came out with Waddle and Sylvie. And he sat down with Steve Stone and talked for a good 45 minutes about what they need to work on. And Stone did not pull any punches. No, no. You, you know what? That's the great thing. Yeah. And, and again... As we're talking about it, we've got a great cast of color analysts yep. in this town. Yep. And Steve, for baseball, is wonderful. And for a Sox fan, that's where my heart is. I needed to hear that podcast because what we saw was exactly what you and I talked about. We were worried about Talked about a lot of stuff. The yeah. inconsistencies yeah. throughout the season, and that's what happened. It was real high or real low. And Steve is a calming voice. He was very direct, and he had some great ideas on how they're going to improve. And, I mean, the guy could be a GM tomorrow, yeah. just like that. Well, and I, I don't know that he actually interviewed for GM jobs, but I know as director of player personnel and those kind of things, he does a great, great job. And um, it was, it's fun to listen to because there were things that, and like I said, listen to that podcast. We're going to talk about some of the things yeah, we'll highlight Stone the and, and, and Benetti and Casper talked about with Daryl Van And It was in the Sun-Times today, if you get a chance, and if you get the paper online, which I do now, I, I got tired of going to try and track it down. So uh, we'll do the, talk about that around 2 o'clock. And did the driveways too far to go? Uh, it, when, I, when you live west of 83, you would never get the late sports final. Oh. So I got into a habit once I moved out to Westmont that, I had to buy it because I had to like drive on the other side of eighty three to buy the the late paper. And you probably had to make a left turn. Oh, a couple left <laughs> turns, a couple right turns. But but now I just get it online and it's great. And I was getting the trip too, and it's just like okay, you know, the trip now is like their sports section. Unfortunately for them and all the people over there, uh, is like three pages. It's it's brutal, right? And sometimes it's a great job. Their Saturday paper they have art, full feature articles on every team in town. The Wolves, the Chicago Sky, the Chicago Fire. You mean they're doing Everybody. it like you should? Yeah. Well, kind much. of. It's one day a week. Yeah. yeah. So, right, I mean, right, that's, right. that's what the yeah. print coverage has turned into. Yeah, no, is, no doubt. It's, no it's, doubt right. We need to throw out one publication that people are going to buy at yeah. this point. The Saturdays and Saturdays sometimes is great. Uh, the rest of the week, and, and Eric's right, actually, the rest of the week, they'll do a, one or two Bears stories a day. They'll do whatever else well, there is. Baseball, now you have Hawks. it's all Cubs. Right. Now you have Hawks and Bulls. Right. And um, so it's great. But uh, well, the Sun Times, the, the uh, so yeah, and then in football. I mean, you got Brad Biggs, you got Weeder, you got all the guys that uh, write. But for the Sun Times, and we're going to get into Bears right now when we come back. But in the Sun Times, you got Mark Potash, you got fin, uh, Patrick Finley, mm-hmm. you also have Jason Leisure. You have guys that are writing Bears stuff each and every single day. And the Bears now get ready to take on the Bucks. Now, if you remember, 
uh, it was the Bucks that the Bears beat last year. They beat them. And Quite they a surprise up, for all of us. Yeah, a surprise that On they went side. and won the Super Bowl, and the Bears beat them. So they get to face them again. It's come up this week that uh, Brady remembers that of he course, didn't know how many going to, Right, yeah. right. I've got a few points that I want to highlight. I'm not expecting a win. I don't. Even I don't need a win. I just need to see a few things. Yeah, and I'll, and I'll highlight them. We'll talk about those, and also one of the Bears' safeties is out. Why couldn't they both be out? Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Right here on ESPN One Thousand. This is Fred and Xander on ESPN One Thousand, and now on Digital FM at one hundred point three HD two. This is Chicago's home for sports. So the Bears putting their roster together for tomorrow. And um, it came out a little while ago as they get ready to head to Tampa that Akeem Hicks is out. He will not be making the trip. And when he got that sack last week of Aaron Rodgers, he didn't really do anything because the line opened up and he ran through it and Aaron Rodgers fell to the ground before Hicks got there. (laughs) And then he couldn't celebrate because the groin was so bad. So he's going to miss the game tomorrow. But Aaron owns us. Yeah, well, except he does. when Akeem's running at him and he he turtles. Yeah, some good news too is that Damian Williams, the running back, um, has been reinstated from the COVID list. Now, now, am I imagining things, or do we actually have multiple running backs that seem pretty capable? Yes, at this moment. Yes, there are a few. So I'm not imagining. No. This. Yeah, they have Khalil Herbert, a guy they drafted Which in the sixth round. Which I really round. like, boy. He's that fun. Guy. He is. Fun he knows to how to cut back. He knows how instead of just running where. You're supposed to. Second efforts yeah. and all of that. Yeah. Now, he does a lot. That's why I can't wait till David Montgomery can come back. And now, then they'll have the situation of, what do you do? You've got three running backs. It's a great problem to have. But, you know, other teams in the NFL find a way to satisfy yeah, three know, running funny. backs. We're, we're so, like, I, I'm just enamored with this fact. Right. But... This happens to other teams year in and year out. Sure. It just hasn't happened to us. It doesn't happen to the Bears. And uh, so now you'll have, when he comes back, you'll have David Montgomery, you'll have uh, Damian Williams, and you'll also have uh, Khalil Herbert. And that we're forgetting about Tariq Cohen because everybody's forgotten about him. Because we have no idea. Not a good time to be Tariq Cohen because if and when he's going to come back. Right. Yeah. It's been almost a year since he's what been out. What was that injury again? I I forgot. Do you? Do Didn't you he blow his ACL? Am I wrong? Yeah, it sounds like that might be it. Yeah, and it was a it was on a late hit. it was on a bad hit too, um, which was kind of frustrating. But yeah, he's not been back. You see him on the sideline sometimes. He's not been back. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Can the Bulls? The Bulls? Can the Bears pull the upset against Brady and the Bucks tomorrow? And you expect? Justin Fields to continue to improve, and can he do that with uh, laser calling the plays <laughs> with his Matt limited uh, ceiling? Yeah. So um, Tom Brady, as you talked about Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady was on with Jim Gray. They're best buddies. Um, he's uh, he was on Sirius XM with Jim Gray talking about uh, Aaron Rodgers, the quarterback the Bears could not beat last week. You know, I was studying a little bit on the Bears and and the Packers, and when watched a lot of that, that was another great game and. Actually, before we get started, I wanted to say congrats to Aaron Rodgers, obviously. Um, now he's a great quarterback, but I guess he's now a shareholder of the Bears. He was, you know, I, <laughs> I saw a clip of him really enthusiastically telling the crowd how happy he is to own Soldier Field. And uh, that's really great stuff. He owns the Bucks now, part owner of Soldier Field. So 
Um, he's he's got a, a great career beyond football. Yeah, what a portfolio he's putting yeah. together, right? Yeah, exactly. Tom Brady trying to be funny. Uh, so that, that was, was good. funny. That yeah. was a little amusing. So, so Eric, if you listen to like the truth, whole but... chunk of the interview, the whole thing was scripted. It sounded terrible. Like Jim Gray all of a sudden had all these stats to throw at Brady. It was it was so Did tacky. He? Yeah, I had to cut the rest out. It, so it was like, a eye roll. It was it was a podcast, right? Or was it a live show? I think I think it's Jim Gray's podcast. I don't think okay. he's on the yeah, air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you remember, if you remember, I don't know if he still does it, but on Monday Night Football and Monday Night Games on Westwood One or wherever they are, um, halftime Jim Gray talks to Brady yeah, every week. Right? Uh huh. Yeah, he, yeah. He did. He do did that. that he did that. Every and week. I think I heard Cap and uh, Jay Hood talk about how Brady probably has a writer. Yeah, I mean, if, yeah, you again, if you listen to like and, the whole three-minute interview, yeah. somebody wrote that for him. Right. It was so, so much. It's all in the delivery. Actually, the clip we heard, that was fine, but I get that, and I've heard that before, and it's like, don't even go there. If you cannot do that, don't make it so transparent. I yeah. will say... We're getting a, such a different Tom Brady the last two years. Like, I can't, like, he, obviously, this is who he wants to be in the public, is right. this fun, jovial, yeah, we are. teammate kind of guy. That's a yeah. great That's a We're great getting point. such a different human being once that, he left Bill Belichick. I think the yeah. under the uh, Belichick thumb, sure. there's something to that. Sure. One of the big things, and I thought it was unfortunate that it became a big story, but every little thing becomes the big story on Sports Talk Radio and on TV and everything else. And, right. Twitter on a slow day. All the other stuff. Um, but Jalen Johnson was late for practice the other day, and he got fined by the Bears. He said he was like one minute late. And then finally yesterday, he explained what happened. We all saw the note, or at least if you looked for it, or actually you didn't even have to look for it. It was probably out on your Twitter or somewhere else. It was on your Twitter feed. Yeah, and it was on his Instagram. He posted it on Instagram. But uh, as soon as Matt Nagy saw it earlier this week, I think it was Wednesday, Nagy said, well, we've got to talk to him. And um, so this is what Jalen Johnson had to say about the Instagram post the other day. That was never my intent um, to post, to make the post. I mean, it was only to select few people. Um, but I mean, at the end of the day, I messed up. I posted it when I didn't mean to. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it is what it is. I got to own up to it. Um, but, I mean, I was late at the end of the day. So, I mean, if I didn't want that to be to happen in the first place, I shouldn't have been late. So, I mean, I understand that. I wasn't worried about the discipline, just more so of a joke to my friends saying how much I got fined for being late. But that's it. How surprised were you that took on the life that took on pretty quickly? Oh, very surprised. I mean, it went from... Me, an innocent post, just talking to people, and all of a sudden now my name's headlining over an Instagram post. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I gave the media something to talk about, and they took it and ran with it. So, I mean, it is what it is. You weren't actually that angry. Nah, I mean, the day I was late. I can't be mad because I was late. But, I mean, it was. it's not about that. Yeah, being late is not, you know, I mean, especially when you're with a team with 53 guys and practice squad players and they're all there and you're, and you're hanging, late. And you're hanging somebody up. Yeah, yeah look, it's, it doesn't yeah. look good. Look, young man, please understand, you're a pro football player. If you tweet something, yeah. it will be big news. Yeah. Don't be surprised. Right. If Why was, are you surprised? He just wanted to send it to his friends, and unfortunately, yeah, and he said you he need just to hit the learn wrong. how to work yeah. your yeah, instant message. Yeah, can I call BS on that? Because it was an Instagram story. Yeah, yeah, of an course. An Instagram story is something that you put up for really everyone on Instagram. Help. It's not followers. Right. It's yeah. out there, and That's then they exactly eventually right. disappear. So well, he wasn't right. trying to send that to his buddies. Right, right. And, yeah. and if he was, 
he needs a social media media consultant, yeah, and I'm sure true. he has enough money to pay one. I think a lot of guys in uh, in pro sports do. Hey, believe me, that is a yeah. that I'm sure within the next uh, they're out there now for big companies. But I would imagine personalities need to hire those. Well, even though keep it clean, even though the three, right. even though the Hard three of us here, I don't think we consider ourselves personalities, but other people might. But every time I get ready to tweet something, I check. And there are other people at this station that have has sent out tweets that have I sound like a little kid now. They have swear words in them. <gasps> yeah. Curses? Yeah, they curse. I never will do that. Just because I'll put a little asterisk. I in, still think of the gotta... mouse. Even though it's we're not technically under the mouse's foot. Yeah, I curse like a sailor on Twitter. I, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I, don't. I, I was think... never under the mouse's foot, yeah. so I don't feel that pressure. I never I never swear on Twitter because somewhere along the line it'll Come, it can only come back to hurt you. Well, you're all cultured now. Yeah, right, I know. Going to, going to Van Gogh. Gogh. The Tin and... Man has a heart now. Yes. <laughs> yes. Going to the Van Gogh Museum, you know, the Van Gogh display and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm cultured. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's I see right. your pinky kind of floating up a little yeah. bit when you, exactly. when you well, drink your water. Yeah, of course. That's the way you, that's, you know, I, no coffee, just tea for me. Thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, I mean, I, I, I don't. I know a lot of other people do. And, and then it just, there's so many. I'll be happy to not have to be on Twitter somewhere in the future to just not have. Are you to worry going about underground it. when it's time? <laughs> yeah, when is it, when it's time? Build the shelter and go underground. Um, one of the guys that plays for the Bucks, and I've liked this guy for a couple of years. He's a tight end that actually gets used sometimes, unlike some of the Bears' tight ends. Uh, and one of them won't be playing tomorrow because Jimmy Graham is going to be on the reserve COVID list. Not that they've been throwing the ball to him anyway, but uh, he's going to be. Yeah, he's been the throwing game. some blocks. He's yeah. been, yeah, he's been, he's been useful. He's been blocking more than people thought he could do. Okay, but Cameron Brait is a kid. He grew up out in Naperville, and he was on with on the Waddle and Sylvie show the other day. And they asked him if he actually rooted for the Bears as a kid. No, I was a diehard Bears fan. Um, so you know, obviously, like when I was younger, the Bears defense. Uh, you know, Brian Urlacher, Mike Brown. Uh, Peanut Tillman, some of those guys. Um, and then I became a huge Jay Cutler fan when we signed Jay because that was like the first time the Bears had a legit quarterback in my entire life. Um, so when I got drafted – or sorry, I didn't get drafted. I got signed by the Bucks, um, and I hadn't updated the background on my phone for a while, and I was sitting in the hospital. And I had uh, my background on my phone was uh, Jay Cutler smoking a cigarette, smoking Jay. <laughs> so, and, uh, so good. I just had thought about it, honestly. And uh, someone, one of my teammates, you know, was like, uh, you know you play for the Bucks, right? Um, so I quickly changed my background. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm a diehard Bears fan. I still have to hear all about the Bears from all my, my friends and family, so. You know, back when you were young and you had Smoking Jay on your phone, we were doing the Jay Cutler show where we would have him on weekly. And Jay is now doing a weekly again with us on Friday. So what should we should we pass him a message uh, from you on Friday? Uh, just tell him he's got a, a lifelong fan down in Tampa. If he ever wants to come down to Tampa, we got a nice house, got a couple rooms for him to stay. Uh, we can bond over some uh, old Bears uh, football memories. 
There you go. So if uh, Jay's ever down there in Tampa, he goes to stay with Hangway Cameron Brait, and he's a heck of a, a heck of a tight end. He's been there for a lo- for a while, and uh, you know they Gronk is out. Gronk is not going to be playing this week, so don't be surprised if you see Cameron Braid as part of the uh, offensive attack oh, you for know the Tampa Bay be. Bucks. You will be three one two three three two three seven seven six. Can the bull? The I did it again. Can the Bears pull well, the upset? If the Bulls are going to play for if the they, Bears, and yeah. win, they, what what does it matter? I'll They're, take the W. I got a feeling most of the guys and the Bulls are quicker than uh, what the Bears bring out there. But, but, but can the Bears pull off the upset? And you expect Justin Fields to slowly but surely continue to improve. He's still not putting the ball up a lot. Um, on that safety that's going to be out, Tayshawn Gibson is going to miss the game. Kind of like he missed the tackles last week. Oh, don't get me started. And if you want to chime in and let us know if you don't need to see a win, because I don't Need to see a win, but I have points that I need to see. There we if go. You don't need to see a win. Give us some points. You need to see. What do you need to see? Yeah, and, and when we come back also, I had a chance to sit down and talk some Bears football with someone yesterday. I'll tell you who that was when we come back after this. Fred and Xander. On ESPN 1000. Also available on demand on the all-new ESPN Chicago app. Okay, Eric, I got a guy on uh, Daniel on my Twitter says that there's a setting on Instagram that you can send a story to only a select few people. I stand corrected then. That's what he says. He goes, maybe they should take a class. Well, on, maybe he, they should take a class on social media. That's fair. Right. But, still, but that's, that's fine. Yeah. He didn't flip the switch or do yeah. whatever he needed to do. Right. Yeah, so hopefully... The, the point is, you just, uh, look, be careful. Yeah, that's why Instagram's too hard for me. I know how to do it, and I've done it and posted on it before. It's just uh, too many things. I, I deal with friends on Facebook. And I put deal with work stuff on Twitter and all that stuff. It's like, ah, it's too much stuff. That's just me. Yeah, there, no, there's a point where it's just too much. Yeah. I, I, was, I was really hoping you were on TikTok, though. No, nah, nah, not, that's not happening. Well, Come on. What about, like, some grandkids want to do one with you or anything? Well, they're, they're only two in three oh, months. So so. Oh, well, okay. well so you better brush on now. Yeah, by, the, by, yeah, by, by then three they're five years or old. six. No, yeah. no, by three, they'll have their own TikTok channel, and you're going to have to be on it. The old, it should be like uh, you yeah. know, Tin Man, well, Tin Man 57 or whatever year you were born. Yeah, the, grand, the, the granddaughter saw me walk into the house the other day with my iPad, so I immediately went to uh, YouTube's, and she got to watch Mickey Mouse Clubhouse episodes. She was happy as could be. Yes. Yeah. And you're Real all happy. you're all about silencing the kids and uh, occupying. Oh my God, yes. And and then the funny thing is that I I had already seen that Mickey Mouse Clubhouse with oh. her last time. Oh right. Yeah. yeah the, oh, kids don't matter. mind repeating. Yeah. No, things. it does not, no, not at all. matter. Not at all. Not at all. Um, so re- quickly before the points that you want to make. Yeah. Yesterday I had a chance. Um, I went out with uh, my guy Jim from Aurora. He calls all the time. And we went out and had a chance to sit down for about an hour, hour and a half to talk with Steve McMichael. And I went out there and I walked in and oh, saw you Steve. Did. Awesome. I saw Mongo and first thing I told him is I miss you because we did pregame shows for so long. And then I said, have you ever seen a pair of safeties not be able to tackle like Eddie Jackson and Tayshawn Gibson? And he just shook his head and goes, he said, I never thought that Eddie was going to be one of those guys. And when he got his money. He would try to stay out of harm's way. He goes, but when you watch him play, it it's like he's, like he's trying stay. to stay out of harm's way. And he's just not doing what he... And then we were talking about stunts because... And Eric remembers this. 
Eric remembers this because Eric was downstairs and we would do a lot of the uh, pregame shows. And he would sit there and say every single, he goes, they don't stunt on the defensive line. And we were talking about it. And he said, they're learning. They're finally doing it. Quinn is stunting with the tackle on the inside. And so is Khalil Mack. And he's coming inside. He said, but what they don't do is the tackles can stunt. He said, Hicks can do it along with uh, Nichols or Goldman or whatever, and he was mm-hmm. disappointed, he said, in the, in the play of Goldman, whatever Goldman's out there. But he said they can do it. He said they didn't quite understand because he had told some of the coaches in the past, down in Bourbonnet, he said if you get your defensive lineman to stunt a little bit, you know, it might help. He goes, they thought I meant that it will help them. He goes, but not only does it help them, but it also keeps them – they're not pushing up against the guy each and every single down. Right, you're getting, getting momentum. Sure, sure, sure. He goes, they're not getting worn out. That's, a, that's a, a great stunned. point. That's a great point. You throw the other team off, yes. but you also keep them moving and keep them from the 0 to 60 contact. Right, and you keep, right, that's going to hit you. Yeah. You get to stay fresh. He said they would stunt back in the days in the 80s just to stay fresh on certain downs, except there was that's one guy that point. really benefited from that stunting. that's the only stunting. kind of insight you get from a former star. Exactly. That knew how to play the game. And he, there was one, he said the one guy that got the biggest advantage of, the, of him and Hampton stunting was Richard Dent. He said because one would stunt, they double-teamed that guy, and Richard Dent would just come in and easily and get another sack. Sure. And, and uh, so, yeah, so it was great talking to Steve. He watches all the Bears games, and uh, it was uh, it was just a great, a great fun well, I'm afternoon. I'm glad that uh, uh, I appreciate that update, yeah. um, you know, because we've all been wondering, right. you know, what's going on. And, yeah. and we know that he was just kind of kind of go into the background and then that's it. So that's a nice window into yeah, yeah. him still watching the games and having an opinion like oh, we yeah. know he does. Yeah, he said he'd love to do like a remote. The problem is with the ALS, there's times where after he talks for a bit, it's hard for him to project, sure, sure. hard for him to do things and he doesn't, you know. Um, he, but he's, he, look, he's he wants on, to be tip-top he's, he's or he's not going to do it. Yep. He's on his own that's terms. Right. That's right. And, uh, yeah, he, he, t- he said something which I thought about go- before going in there. He said a doctor came into his office or came in to see him. And the first thing the doctor asked him was, how you doing? And Steve looked at him and I can't say exactly what he said, but he said, I'm blanking dying. What do you mean? How am I doing? (laughs) What kind of question is that? He goes, you're a doctor and that's the kind of question you ask me right off the bat. And the doctor's on autopilot. I mean, that's what you do. Well, right? and, and so but when you, you can't walk be in, on autopilot around him. No, you <laughs> right. can't. Steve's going to call you out. <laughs> right. He's the same guy. I mean, you know, uh, ALS doesn't mess with your mind. Right. Okay, and he's as sharp as he always was. We told he told stories for an hour. I said, "We got to leave. You got to stop talking." He goes, <laughs> "He goes. I enjoy talking." He goes, "Believe me, I enjoy you know, talking." Yeah, that, uh, that's no surprise to no, any of us. No. Okay, so let's get to some of the points you got. We carry some over. You want to talk some bears? Yeah, uh, yeah. Bears yeah look, look, look. Um, I I got sucked into the belief that we could actually beat the Packers last week. So did I. And, and it was a close game. And, and right, right, yeah. right. But here's what did not happen. We scored first, and that was happening to Green Bay throughout the season so far. Everybody's scoring on them first. But what they're doing, sitting back, making the adjustments, making it stick, and getting the W. What we have not done is make the in-game adjustments to come back we haven't done right, that. Right. So we're look, Brady is the goat among all goats. I mean, it's just ridiculous. 
So to to think that we have a chance, I, I think we ambushed him last year, and he is going to remember this. And as I heard uh, several shows on ESPN here talk about during the week, he's a vindictive guy. Any of the greatest athletes are very vindictive. Well, like, he did. We, we, we got to go. Like, Jordan was ruthless. He looked bad at the end of last season because of the last season's game with the Bears. And that's, and that's so, why. And that, and that is going to drive, that alone is going to drive him. So what I want to see, because I don't think a victory is realistic, we all want to see Justin take that step forward. I think he will to some degree. We need to see in-game adjustments so we can at least get the process of assessing, correcting, and moving forward. I also have to see Eddie Jackson put his arms around someone. And <laughs> I don't mean a friendly hug on the sideline. Anybody. He's the worst tackler I've ever seen in you know, the NFL. And, and, and what you were saying about to what Mongo said, he's putting himself, uh, he's keeping out of harm's way. I'm not sure that that, that doesn't seem like logical to me because he's throwing himself into players, trying to use the pure force of knocking them down, yeah. where if you're not going that hard at them, but you actually use the arms that God gave you yeah. and wrapped it around and threw yeah. somebody down, is that not making a difference? Every week I point out to him straight on Twitter, Yeah, the, in the, it's in the rules. You can use your arms. Uh-huh. He's not responded well, to me. And, and, and Tayshawn Gibson last week, he, he missed two guys. He missed Aaron Jones in the backfield at a little swing pass at the 14-yard line. Aaron Jones kind of just like pushed him off like when you get a little piece of lint on your, <laughs> yeah. on your shirt. Or, or a yeah. fly. A fly, you, know. you just yeah. shoot away. Yeah. He shoot him away and ran in for the touchdown. And then he happened, the same thing happened later in the game that Eddie Jackson was trying to take the ball away yep. from Devontae Adams on a pass over the middle and they ran 15 yards with him trying to take the ball away instead of tackling the guy. Play the guy, not the ball. Yeah, like, like like in hockey, play the guy, yep. not the puck. Now I've got one more point. My final point. Well, don't let. Oh, you want me to save it? Yeah, save it because okay. we'll be back. And I also want to take a look at the odds for the Bears game tomorrow. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. They're really pathetic. Is it worth taking the Bears getting more than double digits? We'll talk about that. When we come back in just two minutes on ESPN one thousand.